Hey guys, welcome back to Best of Both Worlds with Alana, with Katie, with the gals. And may I just say, we are back. We are better than ever. We are feeling so grateful for all of the love and all of the passion that we experienced this weekend with our Soul Cycle ride, with the Eagles winning against the Dallas Cowboys, with the tailgate that either um, made my life or wrecked my life, just depending on how you look at it. And um, I'm just like happy to be here. Happy to recap the weekend with you, KT. Wow. How are you? You you have a lot to be happy about. That's fantastic. I'm feeling so grateful. We met so many fun girlies at the Soul Cycle Ride, girls and boys. And it was just incredible to hear people be like, yeah, I listened or, oh yeah, I saw your post. So now I'm here. And I'm like, Oh, okay, great. It's like I'm not speaking into the abyss, which is always just such a big relief for me to hear. Um, But yeah, I do feel like the Eagles pulled through for us. I as well went to Xfinity. Well, Alana went into the game. I went to Xfinity, left about the third quarter because I was like, I can't do it anymore. Like I have to go home. And I was like, I'm either going to go home like in the fourth quarter and I'm going to miss the ending of the game. But if I go home now, I'll catch the game at the end. So I went home, made myself a big meal, sat on my couch and watched the last 10 minutes of the fourth quarter, which was extremely anxiety provoking, but so much fun. Alana, tell us about your experience inside the stadium. What was it like in there in the link? Uh, It was just electric. It was immaculate, stunning, beautiful, just all the things. I will say I thought going into it that it was going to be a little bit more aggressive and more anger-driven, but I really feel like the Eagles bonded together. Like The Eagles were Hmm. soaring high. They were like happy to be there. They were like excited for the game, and I think we also sat in a really good section. So we, Yeah, I was going to ask that because what section were you in? If you were in the club suites, then you're not going to get aggression. Girl, girl, listen, I don't know. Like, I'm just saying, I'm just saying because I've sat, I've sat high, I've sat low, I've sat everywhere in between, and the experience you get in the different sections, it's insane. Like the difference in your experience in the stadium, in the club suites, you're going to get a lot of people who want to go inside when it gets cold to be in the heat. Whereas like when you're up in the rafters, you're with the real people. You know, these people have had season tickets since they were four years old. And it's just a more raw experience up there. Okay. So you're giving me way too much credit. Um, I'm not sure oh. what you know about my bank account, but like Lord knows that I was buying seats up in the nosebleeds. Um, so like I felt like we were with common folk. Yeah, good. Um Last time I was up in the nosebleeds, which was a few weeks ago, I was there with my family and there was this guy who had this Eagles helmet on and he kept like running to the bottom of the section, looking up at everybody and like screaming and like doing the Eagles chant. Like it was it was fun at first, but then I was kind of annoyed. I'm like, because he did it like 12 times. I'm like, okay, is this about you or is this about the Eagles? You know what I mean? I was like, it just seems like he's a little self-centered. Then come to find out, he's like walking by our section. The guys sitting next to us are... Everyone here is like a season ticket holder, so they all know each other. And they're like, yeah, he's actually a priest in Cherry Hill. And I was like, what? And so my mom ends up talking to him and she turns to our whole family and she goes, he's at St. Mary's. And we were all like, what? Like, like we're supposed to know this guy because he's like, yeah, yeah, guys, he's at St. Mary's. And we're like, right, this is the most bizarre thing to happen. I'm like, okay. And still to this day. I don't know if he was drunk or not because I'm like also are, are priests allowed to be drunk? I literally have no idea. I don't know much about. Let the me just say if this man if this man wasn't drunk, uh, there was something else going on. Wait, I mean, I guess that, that's Jesus. But is this the guy with the helmet? Because we had the exact yes. same experience, Katie. The whole time we must have sat in the exact same section. I'm not even. Wait, kidding. was it was it like um? I forget what sideline I was on. It was kind of like caddy corner. Yeah, like 207, I believe, is where I sat last <laughs> that night. Was, that was it. That was it. That was it. <laughs> well, that guy, a lot of I'm so glad you bring it up. He's a priest. And isn't he so annoying? You're right. Like he's he's definitely like an older man. So I felt like the first time he put his helmet on, he gets down there, he's hyping up the crowd. I'm like, wow, that's so nice. And so then fun. So 10 fun. seconds go by and he's back down there chanting again. I'm like, okay. Like, I'm trying to enjoy the game. Like, happy for you. <laughs> happy that you're excited. But, like, I'm trying to enjoy the game. Wait, that's so funny. We have the same crazy priest in our section. Oh, gosh. Love the priests. Um, well, if you're looking for him, he's at St. Mary's in Cherry Hill. Um, 
found out a lot about him that night. But I'm so glad that you helped the Eagles bring home a big win against the Cowboys. Thank you so much for everything you did in that. Um, fun fact, me and Alana's Soul Cycle ride, you know, obviously we provided breakfast for everybody, bagels, fruit, coffee. And then when I was on my way out of – anyway, there was extra bagels. Alana brought them to her tailgate, which apparently um, I'm going to take a wild guess and say you were extremely intoxicated. Coming out of that tailgate is what it sounds like. Yeah. 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 Um, so I'm walking by this tailgate and the first thing I see – like random tailgate on my way home. This is now at what? Like 7 o'clock. And I see this like scattered miscellaneous tray of bagels. I'm like, there's no way. Because if you guys are – like you guys have been to an Eagles tailgate, you know it's like huge. Like takes up like major city blocks. And I'm like, there's no way. And then I look and I see our friends and I'm like, did a lot of bring you those bagels? And they're like, yeah, how nice. I'm like, oh my god, I can't. Okay. Like, well, here's what I've learned about these us. These are haunting me. Here's what I've learned about us this weekend. We both – are huge people pleasers because the anxiety that mm. was driven behind both of us trying to purchase food and beverages for this event was unbelievable. We didn't know no. how many bagels to get. We got entirely too many. I actually had, I think we had like 25 bagels left over. I'm not even exaggerating. Um, yeah. We were on the phone for what, 25 minutes discussing how many things of iced coffee we should get for the people. And we grossly overestimated that as well. Um, and no, 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 no. The coffee, the coffee was only a little bit overestimated. That was good. The fruit was grossly overestimated as well. Okay, yeah. Well, here's the thing: the bagels were a big hit at the tailgate, but getting to the tailgate was honestly the most treacherous experience of my entire life because you went from Soul Cycle. Yes. So I get in the Uber at Soul Cycle. Keep in mind, at this point, I know I'm going to the game. I I'm literally the world's biggest bitch if I'm cold. So I dressed warm, thinking like the the sun's going to go down. I'm not going to want to be cold at the game. I'm in a full turtleneck, long sleeve black shirt, black pants, and a big puffer coat with a whole tray of bagels and a full duffel bag of all the stuff I used to get ready for the tailgate. Where did you leave that duffel bag? I left it at the tailgate while I went into the game, went back to the tailgate, picked it up, and then went home. What a bold move. Yeah, I know. I actually had no plan for the bag going into the tailgate. I had actually no idea what I was going to do with it. And thank God for Nolan's cousins who told me they were going to take such good care of it. They watched it for me. I saw them. Nothing was lost. They are such angels. I love them. And um, so get this. I'm in the Uber. I'm sweating bullets already. I haven't even done anything. It just goes so many things. I'm sitting in the Uber. We're sitting in traffic. He's like, I, I can't drive anymore in. Like, I can't drive anymore in. It's just there's too much traffic. I have to. I have to let you out here. I was like, dude, do you see all this stuff I have? Like, he's so unfazed <laughs> by the fact that he's now going to make me walk a mile and a half to the tailgate. And where did you get dropped off? Like, far as far away as you could imagine. Like, South Philly, almost. I want to say. I'm not even kidding. Um, no, it was honestly unbelievable. And I got out of the Uber and I was like, all right, like, come on, put your big girl pants on. Let's go. So I'm trekking down the street, sweating out of every pore on my body, yeah, yeah. holding this tray of bagels. Okay. The, I'm stopped by multiple cops who are like, do you need help? Like, cause I look so disheveled. I'm like, no, yeah. no, I got it. I get to the tailgate. There's no service. I can't call anyone. I can't text anyone. I'm like, really? Oh. You could not call anyone. It was insanity. So I was like, how am I going to find the people I came with? There's people everywhere. So I was so like, everywhere. I'm going to take one loop. If if I don't see anyone, I'm going to stop and I'm just going to wait. Thank God that while I was walking by the bathrooms, I found Nolan's friends, Mike and Aiden. They were such angels. They saved me. They picked me up while I was down. They took the bagels out of my hands. Let me take my coat off. They that's really important. They took all their the stuff away, you know, to the tailgate, so I didn't have to walk it there. And I was just like, "Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord." It took me about an hour to like fully bring my internal temperature down. It was insanity. Yeah, yeah. Wow. It sounds like you had a really, really busy day yesterday. 
um, busy day, but like phenomenal vibes from start to finish. Phenomenal. I'm feeling amazing on this Monday, which like normally Mondays, wow. I'm feeling sad. Victory Monday. Victory Monday. Yeah. Um, I have to issue a formal apology. Oh, okay. Not to our listeners, but to the like 50 to 60 age group of women who ran the bridge yesterday. Because I also ran the bridge before we had our Soul Cycle thing. There's a run literally called Run the Bridge where you run the Ben Franklin Bridge. It's like a 10K because I ran the bridge using my mom's bib, which like had her account linked to it and her age and everything like that. And of course, since I'm a 23-year-old girl who runs quite frequent frequently, I won the age category for like the 50 to 60-year-old women. Wait, no, you did. No, you didn't. No, and I'm I'm actually feeling like the biggest villain in the world because I just feel like there's a woman out there who like like if you're winning, like you know you're gonna be checking if you won. You know what I mean? Like if you're of that caliber. And right now it says that Lisa Begley went like seven minute miles. Like literally was an, a, a biological anomaly. No. That no. she's like fifty year old fifty years old running. 56 years old, running seven-minute miles. And I feel really guilty and I just don't know how to like contact them and be like – I guess I can call and be like, please issue a correction because it's not fair. I won, Alana. I won. So you actively stole – like you you pretty much stole the competition. And like not pretty much. You actually just like physically stole it because your 23-year-old body can simply just like blow 50-year-old women out of the water is what you're telling me. Because I'm 23, yeah, 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 and I'm feeling, I'm feeling really, like a stealer, guilty, stealer, I just don't traitor. Know what to do. You're a stealer. You're a traitor. Yeah. Um, wow, that's that's something. Um, can we also talk about like the subtle flex of you being like Lisa Begley's running seven minute miles? <laughs> yeah, Katie, we get it. You're fast. Like we get it. You're fast. And we get it that you ran a full bridge run before you did your salt cycle ride. Like we get it. Like, guys, I'm sorry. Like I like to think I'm pretty in shape, <laughs> but like I get it that Katie is now showing me up. I'm understanding okay. that. Well, well, okay. Okay. Yes, I did those things. But can I tell you how unwell I was when I came home after Soul Cycle showered, got to my sister's house? I literally had to text her and say, have a water ready for me. I'm seeing stars. <laughs> seeing stars. And her a boyfriend is a doctor. And I was like, Rob, like, I'm like really scared. I'm like seeing stars. He's like, well, did you pass out? And I'm like, no. And he's like, I guess you're fine. I was like, okay. So it's not like I'm like doing these things with ease. Like I'm, I'm, I don't want that to be the thing. And then I felt ill all night. Like I literally had two drinks and my stomach hurt so bad. I had to come home, made myself a full meal. Stomach still hurt like all, until I was literally in bed. So I, it's not like I would recommend doing this. Oh my God. Oh my God. I, I got 98th place overall. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, 24th for women. Wow. That's amazing. First in my division. Look at her go. Look at her throwing the stats at us. Oh, man. It's not good. It's not that's, good. That's really not good. All right. Well, I think we well, got to we had. I think we, I think we have it. to get going. Couldn't have said it better myself. <laughs> oh, can I – I just have to make one announcement to everybody. I start. I watched this show on Netflix. It was called Bodies. Um, limited series. It's like a murder mystery, but it happens throughout like four different – time eras and it's incredible eight episodes each episode's like what 45 minutes an hour like that kind of thing me and my mom watched it in like two days we literally Saturday all day just sat at home and watched it like I haven't done that in so long it was incredible cannot say enough good things everybody should go watch it amazing thank you for the recommendation I also need to watch the new season of selling sunsets did you hear that's out? I didn't know. Are you still watching that? I didn't even know they were still making those. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Like this this week was the the new season came out on Netflix. Abby was telling oh, me okay. about it at the tailgate. She said it's really good. So I need to get going on that. And um, I'm looking forward Speaking to these. Speaking of. Oh, yeah. Abby, she told me that you told her that she needs to come on the pod. What do you- And as I do agree, I highly agree. We need to have Abby on. If there's one – She would be so good. She would have been really good this week, guys, because this week we're doing pop culture overload and we're just going to literally run through seven or eight 
crazy, not crazy, but like really relevant pop culture topics that we felt needed to be talked about. So this is a pop culture heavy episode. If you're a pop culture girl, if you're a pop culture boy, they like you need to listen to this episode right now. Uh, yes, you do. Yes, you do. And I just think Abby has such an affinity for pop culture like we do and she just gets it. Like a passion, a true passion. Yeah. So we're going to have to get that going um, at some time soon. I feel like we have a lot of guests coming on the podcast in the upcoming weeks. We got Abby. Yeah. We got Ariel. We got Alicia Palumbo. Like we got a lot of people lined up. So it's going to be great. I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah. I'm I'm really, really excited. Um, first story first. Are you ready to get going? Let's do it. This is a little bit of local news. This is kind of local news. Like no one's going to really care about it unless they're from this area. Okay. But um, I saw an E! News article, so it sprung my attention. Um, and it's just say yes to Jason Kelsey and Kylie Kelsey's love story. And have you heard this story before about how they met? They met on Tinder. Oh, yes. Eight years ago. Yes, I knew that. Yes. Yes. Okay. So, um, you know, they have all these kids together. Like they're kind of like a Philadelphia love story. Um, but Jason – okay, I'm just going to read the story from the article. Jason nearly fumbled the couple's first date getting drunk before Kylie even arrived at the bar. Still, despite overindulging, he knew she was the perfect cat. Right away, when she walks in the door, the most beautiful woman I've ever seen, Jason recalled in the Prime Video documentary, Kelsey, describing that first encounter as very much like love at first sight. Wait. While the Super Bowl champion acknowledged it was not the best first impression to fall asleep on their initial outing, Jason didn't give up. The next day, he called, Kylie noted, and was like, can we try that again? Fortunately for the Eagles Center, did much better on the second date with their romance taking flight from there. That, like, I don't know, like, kind of blew my mind. Because I think if somebody – if I showed up on a first date and somebody was, like, plastered, I would literally go home. I think I would, And too. never speak to them again. I think I would, too. Absolutely. Then again, if it's Jason Kelsey, maybe I am giving him a second chance, you know? Because eight years ago, he was Jason Kelsey. Wow. That's insane. And I'm kind of surprised by that just because he is, like – like, of course, we know him to be this huge partier, like, this good time, but – I don't know. I feel like he's also painted to be a very like um serious respected, you know, mm-hmm. individual. That's very interesting. I know. Also like where do you think they go on their first date? Like it was definitely in Philly somewhere. Oh, for sure. For sure. Wait, you know where she grew up? She's from Narberth. I did know that. I did know that. Why did I know well, that? Well, some people um and she went to Cabrini in Wayne. Like she's such a local girl. I kind of love it. Like, I love that family so much. And that- For those of you who don't know, Narberth is like the suburb next to St. Joe's, basically. And I do think that that is local news, big local news for us. Like, anything. Yeah, it just like, it really took me back because he seems like such a respectful, serious person. Um, so I was just really, I was really surprised by that. Also, Kylie always is saying he's like so not romantic. I feel like he would be so romantic. Like, I don't know why. It just really surprises me. No? No, I don't see – I don't spike him as being the – have you ever seen the episode of um, New Heights where she talks about when they got engaged? Yes. And how yes. she said like, oh, I want to – he said like something about like, I don't think that this is the most romantic way to do it. And she was like, that's exactly how I knew we were getting engaged because he's so not romantic. And when he even used the word romance, like she was like, oh, it has to be something big. Yeah. Um. So I don't know. That just like took me by surprise a little bit, but I was really – Really happy for them. Like, I I really do. I love them. And their kids are so fucking cute. Obsessed. Okay. Next story. Global news because congrats to Kourtney Kardashian for having her baby boy with Travis Barker. I'm so happy for her. Like, I know all she's wanted is a baby with Travis for so long. So this just makes me so, so happy. And she's the most stunning pregnant individual I've ever seen in my whole life. And uh, I just, like, can't even believe it. Do we have a name for this baby? No. Yes. We do. No, yes, that's that's the second part of the story. Amazing. Their baby's name is Rocky Thirteen Barber Barker. Sorry, <laughs> I'm sorry. Did you say the number thirteen? Yes, like spelled out, Rocky. And I know what you're thinking, Rocky Thirteen, the movie. No, this is Rocky space spell out thirteen space Barker. And do we have any um, significance behind the name? 
We do. Thank you so much for asking. Um, You're so welcome. So, yes. Um, Travis first expressed interest in the name back in July, sharing it's been going through my head lately. Rocky George played guitar for Suicidal Tendencies, he explained. Um, The 47-year-old added that the time that it also pays tribute to 1976's Rocky, which he described as the greatest boxing movie of all time. So, like, he's literally named after Rocky, Sylvester Stallone. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and as for the middle name, 13 is just the greatest number of all time. That's it, period. And um, noted the musician who has numbers one and three tattooed on his skull and near his elbow. Okay, okay, let's break this down. Rocky as a first name. <laughs> I actually could get behind. I kind of like that, yeah. I really like that. Like, if somebody, like, had a crush on me and their name was Rocky, I'd give them a chance. Any first name followed by the middle name 13 is completely ruined in my mind. Um, I can't understand the significance behind having a number as your middle name ever. Um, But I do feel as though the Kardashians have a way with naming their children. And so I'm not surprised by this pathway at all. Um, But 13 of all numbers. I think because it's, it's funny how 13 is seen as an unlucky number in regular day to day. Like 13 is very unlucky, but you know who it's super lucky for. Of course I do. Taylor, Swift. Taylor Swift. And which is, again, I mean, I know everything doesn't come back to the Taylor Swift Kardashian feud, but for me, I could find almost, I could bring almost any topic back to that. Um, then again, it's her child. So like we're not – and like obviously the beef is between Kim and Taylor. But I don't know. I was just – I don't think this is like the craziest Kardashian name. No, I think sure everybody, not. But like everybody thought Northwest was crazy when it happened. But now like – yeah, like that's North. You know what I mean? Like I, I, I never even like think about it. That's true. Like, and when we talk about North, I'm not phased by the fact that her name is Northwest. But I will say, no. if we think about this name first and last, Rocky Barker, that's a badass name. It's a badass name. Like, also, so is Alabama Barker. Yes, yes. Landon Barker. Like, they have good names. They do. They do. I feel like the Barker, uh, like, as a last name, it just, like, is a good um, – like in, a good finisher for a name, yeah. you know what I mean? Um, 13, I'm going to have to really sit on and think about that. But then again, like how often are we going to call him Rocky 13? We're just going to call him Rocky, which is fine. Let's also – let's just be so thankful that they the first name isn't 13. Like it's a middle name. It really doesn't mean that much. It's true. You know? It's true. Especially it's like, you know, you get your confirmation name. You get your – like yeah. the middle name gets like lost in there anyway. What's your middle name? Wait, give me the first letter. Wait, I think I know it. Give me the first letter. Rose. No. no. Grace. No, I said give me the first letter. Well, then you got it wrong, so then I just decided to tell you. Okay, well, for us like Irish cat – well, wait, are you Catholic? <laughs> <laughs> What's your middle name and are you Catholic? Katie, I feel like you should know these things. Um, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, yes, I am Catholic. And the only reason okay, I'm so- taking it back is because right now I'm like can't remember what your middle name is and it's driving me crazy. So, okay, I'll give you the first letter A. Well, nothing's coming to my mind right now. Uh, it's the same. Me and my mom actually have the same middle name. <laughs> Abigail. Amy. No. Amy. Ew. No. Anne. Yes. Okay. Okay. Catherine Ann. Catherine Ann. Duh. Okay. Done. Duh. Alana Grace and Catherine Ann. Here we go. Find some more Catholic girls. Like literally. What's Danny's middle name? Danielle. June Marie. (gasps) I can't. She's she's got a double middle name, Danielle June Marie Crane. And then I forget what her, her confirmation name is, but it's quite long. Anyhow. Okay, I'm skipping ahead because there's a topic that I really am just so desperate to talk about. Do it. And also, I'm I'm sending you the link because you need to pull it up at the same time. Okay. And that is that Freeform has released the 25 days of Christmas schedule. I'm literally shaking right now. I'm so excited. Yes! Yes! Oh, my gosh. Santa! Santa, tell me. It's the most 
It's the, okay. Let me read. Let me read. It's the most wonderful time of the year. The holiday season means only one thing: Freeform's twenty-five days of Christmas. Don't miss holiday favorites, including Home Alone, Doctor Seuss's The Grinch, and Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. December first to twenty-fifth on Freeform. So pour yourself an eggnog and grab a plate of cookies. Christmas is practically here. Katie, that was phenomenal work. Good delivery. Thank you. Thank you. Oh my gosh. Um, I've been looking over the list. And it really, there's like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Looks up like about nine or ten movies every single day. Which I thought Freeform's Twenty Five Days of Christmas was always like one movie a night. I didn't realize they were doing like, like nine movies. A, like Freeform's literally just gonna be Christmas movies the whole month. And honestly, that's what I want. That's what I need. I think it's perfect. It's for the people. I will say, don't you feel like this year of all years, Christmas is coming earlier than? It has in mm-hmm. previous years. Like I feel like, I feel like in past years, people wait till Thanksgiving to turn the corner. This year it was Halloween, no. Christmas, go, and I'm so here for it. Like I love it, I love it, I love it. Okay, right off the bat, here's what I'm seeing. I'm seeing the search for Santa Paws. I'm seeing <laughs> Dr. Seuss, How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Wait, yeah, but why is the 20, 2018 one on here so much, and the two thousand one isn't? Or the, just like the original. No, the 2001 premieres on December 3rd, I'm seeing. Yeah, but like the 2018 one is on here like every other day. Well, people must like the live action Grinch more. No, I love the – no, that's the 2000 one. Oh, why am I getting confused? What's the 2018 one? 2018 is like the new like animated one, I think, right? I don't know. Now I don't even know if I've even seen that one. No, I don't think you have because I haven't seen it. Oh, okay. Then I definitely haven't. Um, but my favorite one is obviously the 2001. It's actually one of the best, in my humble opinion, cinematic masterpieces of all time. I could quote that movie front to back. Santa, bye-bye. Like, I literally <laughs> – Hi. Like it's literally just like all these things just like come to my head at once. I just think it's one of the most incredible films of our generation. It absolutely my is. My brother does a really good Grinch impression of when he's in the his like cave and he's like three o'clock. I, I can't do it. I'm not good at it, but he's like three o'clock. Like self-loathing. I'll have to move that to tomorrow or whatever he says. Like, you know, talking Wallow about in self-pity. <laughs> Wallow in self-pity. That's it. That's it. That's it. And he's like, oh, I can't push that again. I'm like one of those girls who loves like a Year Without a Santa Claus, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Like, those are my classic Christmas movies. Frosty. 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 Like, they're so good. A Year Without a Santa Claus? Oh, my God. Like, that movie hold the amount of church basements I've seen that movie in <laughs> should be illegal. Should literally be illegal. Like, the amount of times, like, because you know how when you're younger and you can't, get communion so they like pull you out of church during the homily and they like put you in a room uh-huh i know exactly what you're talking about mm-hmm. are you being sarcastic no i do no no yeah because they're like bitch you can't be in here yet yes. so they pull all the kids out and they do like either like a little ccd lesson well during the holidays they would just put us in a room and put on a year without a santa claus and that's what the kids want, or like something like that and come on that's what the kids want and then we would only be able to watch like oh my god like 15 minutes like 20 minutes it felt like an eternity though um how long is a year without a santa claus you think uh, i feel like they're sneaky like really short i think it's like an hour i think it's like a short short um, movie it's one hour on the dot alana good job thank you that's the one that's like Put one foot in front of the other. And soon you'll be walking out the door. Oh my God. I'm literally so excited. So yeah, big things happening. Keep your eye on Freeform. It looks like they have a pretty good lineup. Um, I don't know why they don't have more of the 2000 Grinch because that really is the superior Grinch in my most humble of opinion. But don't worry because we got Home Alone. We got the Santa Clauses. We got – what else am I seeing here? That's like worth noting. Uh, more Grinches, like we're we're covering all the bases. The Nightmare Before Christmas, like there's a lot of good things in our future. Yeah. Um. Do you? Does your family watch? Uh. What's it? What's that movie called? Crap. Um. What's the one? Ralphie. Oh. You're gonna shoot your eye out, kid. Oh. 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 Um. <laughs> 
What's it called? It's not National Lampoon, right? Ramp. Wait. No, 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 not National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. It's um, um, with the leg, with the. You know what I'm talking about? I don't think I know this one. No, they play it all day on TBS and like. No, you know it. You know it. Um, like Christmas movie. What do you want for Christmas? I want a Red Rider BB gun. Wait, sorry. I don't know why. Like a Christmas story. Oh, duh. Oh my gosh. I'm sorry. Yes, yes, yes. Wait. And my family of- just puts it on and we watch it all day on Christmas. Like, because they just play it on a 24 hour loop Wait, on TBS. Speaking of, why am I not seeing Elf on here at all? <gasps> Did they lose the rights? They might have lost the rights. Well, here's the thing. Because Elf is coming back into movie theaters this year for their 20th anniversary. Wait, can we go? Can we go? Can we go? Absolutely we can. I have to go. Santa! Oh, my God. I know him. <laughs> I know him. I know him. Wait, were you the one who told me recently? That they just put together, like they thought that. Wait, what's the song they sing in the bathroom? I really can't stay. Baby, it's Baby, cold oh. outside. I guess it wasn't you. Someone told me recently they thought that song was original to Elf. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be actually kind of funny if, like, part of. And they were like, "Yeah, they just put it together." I was like, "Okay." No, it's actually. It's like clearly. You never watch Glee. It's also just like a – it's like a Christmas classic, but yeah. Yeah. Okay, next story. Taylor Swift, Selena Gomez, Sophie Turner, Brittany Mahomes, Gigi Hadid, Cara Delevingne. Do I need to say more? Do I need to say more? That list of names uh, – I'm, I'm screaming, I'm crying, I'm throwing up, like – what? I mean, I don't know why Blake wasn't there. I'm sure she was invited, but what a group. And seriously, just continually reinforcing the Brady Mahomes comeback. Well, wait, did you hear? There's um, an award in the NFL every year, Comeback Player of the Year. Like last year, I think DeMar Hamlin won it Okay, um, because he literally came back to life. And this year, people are <laughs> petitioning for Brittany Mahomes to win the Comeback Player of the Year because of like Truly how far she's come. Yeah, she's totally done a 360. These pictures are just like rocking my entire world. I'm sorry. Everybody looks better yeah. than the next. The, like the staging, the lighting. Like you cannot tell me this is natural lighting that they're standing in right now. Like these these pictures. No, it's, it's insane. Oh, also I forgot to read the full storyline. These girlies went to dinner, by the way, um, if you didn't already hear, in New York City at Bond Street. Um and they all walked out together. It was incredible. How come we never get pictures of people walking in? Is it because like you don't know when they're showing up, but then the paparazzi waits outside until they're done? Like I guess so. I mean, I have no idea because my thoughts are like, it. However, they came in, they could just go out the same way. But maybe like they, I don't know. Maybe they're spotted while they're eating, and so then they're kind of just like, well, we'll just give the people what they want. <laughs> give them a few shots, yeah, looks- you know. You know who looks so good? Who? Sophie. Sophie looks exceptional. Like, I just really, I really like her outfit. Also, did she dye her hair? Because it wasn't like red last week. Yeah, it was not this blonde. This is new for sure. Yeah. Okay. This is new. Definitely. I really like Taylor's outfit. I love Taylor's Um, outfit. She looks amazing. They all have really good outfits on. I mean, Brittany, I'm not trying to be a wench, but like the updo – it's a little sloppy, like, and not in a cute way. Uh, but that's okay. You know what? She's new. This is like this is all very new for her. <laughs> Gigi, of course, is looking great, but she's looking like Gigi. You know, like that's that's what Gigi wears. I was gonna say Gigi's um, doing what Gigi does best. You know, that's honestly, I, I, I like I know people say this all the time, but so seriously, what do you think they talk about when they sit down? I have literally no idea. Who starts? Who starts? Like, do they just pick up the menu or are they like – because, like, they've all dated Jonas Brothers. (laughs) Do you think that's where it starts? The centroid of the conversation is the Jonas Brothers? It could be. I mean, wait. Did Gigi date a Jonas Brother? I feel like she did. Did Gigi date a Jonas Brother? Can you look it up? Can you fact check me real quick? Because we all know – Selena and Nick. I'm not diving into that history right now. 
Um, obviously, <laughs> Taylor and Joe, Sophie and Joe. I s- what's it say? Okay, there there actually are pictures like- of Joe and Gigi. Shut up! Oh my God, there those choosing to side with. Tur- oh, this is not about G- Gigi Hadid. This is about Sophie Turner. There's confusion on the internet. Um. It says the the headline is Joe Jonas receives backlash for asking Gigi Hadid out when. No, they dated Joe. Yeah, they dated Let for less than one year in 2015. How could you not get that right away? <laughs> There's all these pictures of them together. Yeah, that's what I'm looking at too. I don't know. Okay. Yeah, yeah. They dated. I forgot less than what like a very brief period, obviously. Um, oh my gosh. But how crazy. First of all, they've all they that's insane. And now they're all in the same friend group. Like, wow. Wow. Like, I don't think I know it's so different in Hollywood, but like I could not be dating my friends' exes like that. I know so much time has passed and like Gigi and Joe weren't serious or anything like that. And obviously Taylor and Joe was like high school. Like that was like and very different with Sophie, but like they really all are just like and like you know. also all the more reason to be like, what are they talking about at dinner? <gasps> what are they talking about? What are they talking about? It keeps me up at night. It keeps me up at night. Oh, gosh, I'd love to know. I'd love to know. I mean, it's not like they can't like they're not talking about like what they had for dinner this week. Like they're not talking about like no right like where they're going out. I don't know. Like, gosh, you know. I just feel like I just cannot believe that Brittany Mahomes gets to be Brittany Mahomes and now gets to be in Taylor Swift's no. inner circle. And I'm just like, no, <sighs> it's really not fair. Um, it's it's I, not. It's not. Like, I, I am. A part of me is happy for her. I feel like she needs a rebrand. I feel like she's getting what she needs. She really needs it. She really needs but it. But I'm just like, how did she get so lucky? No one's happier about this than Patrick Mahomes. Oh, let me tell you that. I feel like. Travis and Patrick must be like on cloud nine that their significant others are now like vibing out, hanging out together. It is really nice of Taylor to include Brittany. She's sweet for including her for sure. Yeah. All right. Well, if anyone overhears their conversation at dinner, let us know because we're dying to know what they're talking about. Okay. I have a little bit of royal news next. Are you ready for this? We haven't done royal news in a while, maybe even ever. Just because, honestly, there hasn't been a lot of royal news recently, and I'm a huge royal person. Are you a royal fan? Oh, for sure. My sister's, like, one of the biggest royal fans I've ever met in my life, so I feel like she – I have to talk to her. She, like, instilled it within me, but she's the one who's going to give you, like, the lowdown on everything. Um, So, yes, I follow. I I feel like I need to talk to Alicia then because that's kind of where I'm at, like – Fully in, reading books, watching movies, watching documentaries. Like, oh, The Crown comes back on soon. They're doing season, the final season. It's like two parts though or something like that. That's not the headline though. The headline is that Prince William reveals Prince George is a budding athlete. (laughs) I love these headlines. Okay. Prince William provided a royally sweet update on his and wife, Kate Middleton's eldest son, Prince George, while presenting an honor to a retired triathlete, triathlon champion. So, um, just like this whole headline really had me cackling. I just love royal news so much. Okay. While presenting the most excellent order of the British Empire honor to retired world triathlon champion, Non Stanford, I don't know why I said that with a British accent. <laughs> non Stanford, the Prince of Wales, uh, William, revealed that his wife, Kate Middleton's eldest son, Prince George, may be a budding triathlete himself. In fact, as the 10 year old son has been trying his hand at the swim cycle run event at school, he was telling me how George has been doing the triathlon at school, Stanford told the UK Press Association. There is also a gentleman who now works for William, has done a bit of triathlon, and has been giving George advice about putting talcum powder in his shoes. George has been sharing his talc with his classmates, and they're all really excited about these tips. In recent years, George the second in line to the British throne, that's crazy, he's what, nine, yeah. ten? Mm-hmm. He's second in line. Has also demonstrated a vast interest in a variety of sports, attending champion championship soccer rugby and tennis with his family so 
yeah, guys, I don't know if you heard, but we have an athlete on our hands, and his name is Prince George. First of all, kids do not get cuter than Prince George. He is the cutest child I've ever seen in my entire life, and I think anything he does, I'm going to be obsessed with. He's going to be a triathlete. Okay, now I'm following triathlons, apparently. Like, I love this. I love it. I think – I just love a proud parent moment, you know? Like, I think that that's so cute that Prince William is saying that. Like, ah, I'm obsessed. Well, also, Princess Charlotte. Come on. They're kids. Like, they make the cutest children, right? There's just – And Prince Louis, his face at all the events. Like, I love when the camera zooms in and just watches his facial expressions. Like – so cute. Also, can we talk about the glow that Kate Middleton has had on her face in the past year or so? She's looking fantastic. She is like the most stunning individual, just like natural beauty. Mm-hmm. There's nothing fake about that woman. She is just glistening, stunning, you know? Like, oh, gosh. Yeah. I love her. I love her. No, I love I- I love her. And I'm just so happy for George that, like, he's finding his way at school. He's sharing his talc powder with all of his classmates. Um, Did you hear that story one time about when he was at school and somebody was, like, bullying him or something? And he just looks at them and he goes, do you know who my dad is? (laughs) Ouch. Ouch. And he said it it was either that or at the time it was, do you know who my grandma is? The thing is, is like, there's no one who could beat that. Nobody could say that no. sentence and do it better than him. You know what I mean? Like, he's that's like he's the only person who could say that and it'd be so serious. Do you know what I mean? Like, I, he's pulling, and he was so serious. I think when he said it, he's like, "Do you know?" <laughs> I just love him. I love their family. I, it breaks my heart. The entire like. Harry, William, Megan, Kate of it all really tears me up inside because we never got what we should have gotten with those four. That's It's true. And it's so true. It could have been so incredible. And there's no one to blame. There's no one to point fingers at <laughs> Charles. But <laughs> I just think, you know, we really could have had major potential with those four leading the royal regime. I do agree. I do agree. And that Markle Sparkle. Oh, God, she's. Did you watch Suits? Yeah, I did. I'm actually currently rewatching it. I'm on season two. I'm like really right at the beginning. Um, yeah, I'm at season six right now. Mike's in jail. Spoiler. Oh, yeah. Um, it gets kind of weird. I was going to say the first, like, I feel like it's like the first three seasons are really good. And then it starts. I would say four or five. Yeah. Okay. But I feel like either way, the beginning seasons are like what's really good. And then the back seasons, they're still good. But like, I feel like the plot line gets a little fuzzy, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it does. It does. But it's still so good. And I just, I love Meghan Markle. I love Harry. I love William. I love Kate. I just want to exist in a world where I can love them all. And that's what we have here on this podcast. Anyway. Inclusivity for the Inclusivity royals. Inclusivity of all royals. Of, yeah, because they really need they it. They do. They do. They really need it. And uh, they're listening to this and they're taking it in and they're grateful for that, you know? Yeah. Oh, what is it? God save the king. God save the king. All right. God save the king. All right. Well, this last one isn't really a full story, but I just kind of wanted to touch on it before we wrap up, which is BravoCon was this weekend. Yes. Yeah. And now, Alana, remind me, you are a Bravo girl, but where do your Bravo preferences lie? Because I'm quite scattered. Mm. Are we talking housewives? We're talking Bravo, baby. Just- like, what What are your favorite housewife franchises? I know you're a VPR girl. Sure am. Sure am. Are you Summer House? Uh, was – I fell off the bandwagon a little bit. Do you want to yeah. get back on, though? Because I feel like it's having a resurgence. Summer house. I think it is. I think it is. I also just love all those girls so much. Mm-hmm. Also, you're gonna have to watch the next season because it's the Carl and Lindsay. Yes. <sighs> yes. Like, okay. So I gotta get back on that. But as far as housewives go, I'm a New Jersey Beverly Hills kind of gal, honestly. No, anybody who tries to argue that New Jersey isn't the best housewives franchise, get the fuck out. Literally fuck all the way off. You're so wrong. They, I would say they're the most consistent entertainment. Absolutely. Like they've never had a bad season. 
never once had a bad season. And those girls, I know I'm biased because like I was gonna say, to be fully transparent, we're clearly it's in my blood. We're clearly drawn to things that are around New Jersey, but they're still very good content. It's also just so relatable. Like because you actually know people exactly like that. Also, I've met multiple of the Jersey housewives and they're always so nice, so kind. Like Margaret Josephs. I know I've said it and you're going to tell me I already said it, but I just feel like I have to say it again. So nice. Um, The new one – oh, wait. You didn't watch the last season. But Rachel – the new Rachel oh, yes. is yes. so nice. Like I just feel like the Jersey girls are – well, for the most part, the ones – they're very real. You know, what you see really is what you get. What you see is what you get. And these women have consistently been putting their entire lives out there for us to watch, whereas I think other franchises hold back a little bit. You know, like – I don't think we get the full story in the OC. No, no. In Beverly Hills. Like even this season, they're saying, oh, yeah, Kyle and Mauricio, whatever. I'm like, I don't really think we're getting the full story with them. I Like no one really knows what's going on. Even this weekend at BravoCon, they asked Kyle about Mauricio and she just keeps saying the same thing, which I understand they're figuring it out. So like she doesn't owe us anything. But it's like we love each other. We're figuring it out. Whereas like – Teresa Judice got on stage this weekend and was like, my relationship with my brother's done. We're never speaking again. Like these women are just like, it's just the comparison. Like they have they're no, putting it out yeah, there. They have no care. There's definitely no filter on New Jersey. Like they're they're they are who they are and they're fine with that. All about family. All about the family. They're all about that family. <laughs> He's my family. <laughs> you know, my parents aren't here anymore. Wait, so like, give I us can't. the highlights from BravoCon. Like, what's everyone talking about? Okay, I feel like a big topic. I saw a lot of headlines about Kyle crying on stage about Mauricio. Wow. Um, I've seen a lot of headlines about Tom Sandoval talking shit about Ariana, like behind the scenes. But by far, my favorite part was when – oh, my God, what is her name? The new housewife in New, in, uh, New York. Also, New York is a very authentic show as well, I would say. I like the New York franchise. Um, oh, Bryn Whitfield. Did you see this video? No. Of her coming down the escalator and her Louboutins got stuck <gasps> in the escalator and she went forward. She had to keep walking and the Louboutins literally stuck and they're literally stuck bottoms up. So all you see are the red bottoms and she's just like cracking up. It was so funny. And it was like in a panel. So like everyone was there. Everyone's laughing. Like Stop. I wish I could. I need to get a picture and send it to you. It's so – oh, wait. You can see here. Like, that's her Louboutins. No. Literally in the escalator. And you know, when you're a housewife, you're not really, like, counting your Louboutins. I was going like, to like, oh. she's not phased. You know what? She'll get a new pair tomorrow. No big deal. No, she'll be fine. She'll be fine. Um, I feel like those were kind of the biggest highlights. Like, I didn't really see much about – oh, Erica Jane is getting a spinoff show oh, about her Vegas residency. I saw that. I'm kind of into that. I like that idea. Yeah, I know um, whatever recent Bravo uh, – I know there was like a DUI spoken about. Mm. What was her name? I forget. I don't know. I, I, I only follow – I mean I think I follow a lot and then I watch these uh, clips or like from like BravoCon and I'm like, geez, I'm not like half as much in it as I thought I was. Wait, do you watch Salt Lake? No, I don't. Alana, you have to watch Salt Lake. It's crazy. Okay. Okay. I can add that to my list. Um, I mean, like, I'm a big Southern Charm kind of gal, so. Wait, I've never seen Southern Charm. Is that crazy? But, like, I know everyone. <laughs> it's so just funny. From, like, it's just good content. But I feel like everything oh, on so Bravo is really just, like, it, it's just, like, peak reality. So, like, if you're into reality yeah. TV, like, you're not really going wrong with any choices. Like, I mean, I'm talking down to, like, Below Deck. Like. Oh my god, I love Below Deck. Who doesn't? You know what I mean? Like, it's just who doesn't? I know. I actually like if I, I'd be lying right now if I said my TV in my room right now it's on mute, but I've had Vanderpump Rules on this whole time. <laughs> like, see, Prime. I think this is season like three. Let me see. Yeah. Oh, sorry, season six, episode twelve. This is when like Stassi doesn't work there anymore, but she's still like trying to be on the show. Right. Like, you know, right. I love Stassi. Oh my god. I mean, nothing more motivating than Vanderpump Rules on in the background, like. True inspiration right there, you know. I am the devil. <laughs> and you better remember that. Like the best quotes ever have come out of Vanderpump Rules. Mm -hmm. Like 
And I'm so glad. I, I It's crazy to me that so many people just saw it for the first time this year. Like, what have you been missing out on? Yeah, I just love that it got such a such a big name after, you know, the scandal. The scandal. Oh, wait, I actually – I met Jax Taylor this year. Get out. In AC, right? In AC at Ocean's. Um, and he was so nice too, but he was very uh, – Jax, mm. like exactly how you would picture him is exactly how he was. But so nice, so like respectful. Um, well, I met him at like a – first it was like a big thing because the – who – oh, James Kennedy was supposed to be DJing. Yes. And I was like, oh my God, so fun. And I was invited by my girl at Ocean, my girl, shout out Melissa, social media manager of the year. So I – she invited me. And then, like, last minute he had to cancel because they were filming Vanderpump. And – but who was available? My man, Jax Taylor. Jax Taylor. All these – we were in this, like – not, like, VIP, but, like, this, like, section. And then there was all these people who were there to, like, meet Jax. So I got to meet him. I took a picture with him. And I was like, oh, like, cute, whatever. And then Melissa was like, okay, now we're going to go to the club. I'm like, okay. I'm sitting in a booth. Next to Jax Taylor, drinking a vodka crayon from our table at the front of the club. And I'm like, how is this my life right now? I, it was one of those moments where like to the average Joe, like sitting next to Jax Taylor at Oceans in Atlantic City wouldn't mean much to them. But to me, I was like, I've made it. <laughs> Oceans Casino, Jax Taylor, stardom. <laughs> stardom. I was like, oh, my God, like this is it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's all the topics I have for this week. There was a lot to talk about. I just felt like we re- like none of these could really be pushed, honestly. No, they couldn't. They couldn't. And honestly, I like – I feel like, you know, this podcast is driven by pop culture. So like when there's content, mm-hmm. we got to cover it, you know? So we did, we did our duties, truly. Yeah. Yeah. And next week we might be recording later in the week. So keep your eye out for maybe like a – like a later episode, right? Yeah, like a Friday release. For sure Friday. A Friday release. Yeah. Keep your eyes peeled, your ears open, your hearts wide, your nose unstuffed. I don't know. <laughs> Just be ready. <laughs> the moral of the story is be ready. Um, yeah, we're taking it into the studio. We're taking it into the studio and we're getting serious about our YouTube. We decided it's happening. We gotta start yeah. we've gotta start going for it. Um Here's the thing. If you guys haven't subscribed, followed, liked, commented yet, why? Why? Do you hate us? If you do hate us, that's okay. Leave a hate comment. I don't care. I can take it. My ego, trust me. She's seen the hate comments. It's fine. Um, I can take another one. Yeah. Yeah, for real. Like, comment, subscribe. Tell us you love us. Do the Tell us you hate us. Do the Just do it all. Do it all. Thank you so much, Lance P, for joining me on this lovely Monday afternoon. Thanks, KT. TTYL, and uh, I'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye.